is Happiness Solved with America's Happiness Coach, Sandy Scarlatta. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's show. I am so happy you're here. So before I introduce today's guest, I want to share with you my five habits for being happy. Number one, take care of yourself first. When you are constantly taking care of everyone else, it is critical that you take time to do something for yourself. And this may mean that you have to say no to somebody else. Number two, gratitude. Every morning, list everything you have to be grateful for. At any time during the day, you can press the reset button by focusing on all of your blessings and feel its loving embrace. It is the quickest way to shift your energy from negative to positive. Number three, forgiveness. Pay attention to your thoughts around every situation. If you're feeling anything but love, there is likely someone you need to forgive. Many times, we have to forgive ourselves as well. Remember, forgiving is all about setting you free from the negative feelings you're holding onto. Number four, shift your perspective. Your perspective is the lens in which you view the world. Your perspective becomes your perception, which turns into your beliefs. Then it influences your behavior, which ends up becoming your reality. Ask yourself, is there another way to see this situation? Most likely there is. And last, number five, trust with no expectations. Always trust that everything is going to work out exactly how it is supposed to. It always does. Just be sure not to attach any expectations to the outcome. Because worrying about anything does not serve you. Trust instead and let your life flow exactly how it is supposed to. For more information, please visit my website at sandyscarlotta.com. So today's guest is Tanaka Tava. He empowers underrepresented groups to achieve generational wealth through authentic self-expression. He's also the founder and lead creator of Tava Multimedia Group, which is an internet production company that produces inspirational and intellectually engaging content that adds value across the globe with a fresh perspective. He's an actor, author, podcast host, fashion designer, and keynote speaker. Safe to say he wears a lot of hats. I hope you enjoy the episode. Hey, Tanaka, how are you today? I am, I'm grateful, I'm blessed, uh, and I'm happy. Oh, I love it. What do you have to be grateful for? Let's start with that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I'm grateful because yesterday I had to, I had the chance and opportunity to celebrate one of my childhood best friend's birthday with him. Drove up from Waco, where I'm currently studying at Bill University, and then I'm grateful to I have my you know my mom, my dad, my grandmother, my siblings. I got a chance to see them for a little bit when I came back home to Dallas, and um, and just to be able to be alive and just have the opportunity to live my truth and express it authentically. Oh, I love it. I love it. So we're going to, just a little sidebar here. You live in Waco, Texas. I am a huge fan of Joanna and Chip Gaines. And I can't tell you how many times my husband and I, we like, let's go. I'm like, but I'm only going to do it if they're going to do my house for me. Right. You know, right? 
so what's it like living in Waco? Do you see them? I mean, they're just, I would be starstruck. I'm like, nah. ah. Yeah, actually, it's so funny. I did, I had a chance to meet with them. They actually used to go to the church. They go to the church that I used to go to called Antioch, Antioch Church. It's a Christian church or a community church. I don't know. Antioch, very humble, very humble people. Just so kind, so really genuine. And of course, you know, it goes through with their brand um, of genuine people who want to continue to demonstrate, you know, for them, the gospel and God's work through their their business and their their dealings. And of course, TV. Yeah, I've been living in Waco since 2017 because, of course, I'm a student here. Because you go to Baylor, right? Yes, Mm -hmm. and um, this is my first time being here during the summer. Because I have to take, I have to take a summer class, two summer classes before I graduate, and it's different to see Waco for what it really is. It's very peaceful. It's very quiet. It's slow, which is a great change of pace for me. And uh, and honestly, it's just been, it's home. It feels like home. It has a very homey feel. And of course, they show Chip and Joanna Gaines to show that, right? Right. Um, yeah. Exactly. Compared to, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I'm glad. You- I'm, I'm I'm excited to get out of here though. <laughs> yeah, when did you graduate? I know. I so I graduate in August. Oh, congratulations! Thank you. Thank that you, is thank such you. a huge accomplishment. Take it from somebody who did not go to college right out of high school, and mm-hmm. I finished my bachelor's degree actually just a couple of years ago. Wow! Well, congratulations. Yeah, I mean, it was just one of those things that you know I never did, and I wanted to do it, and I've owned so many businesses, and I'm like, I'm just gonna, you know, it's kind of like an insurance policy. You know, in some in some respects, for me at my age, right? Right. But um, but no, that's really really great. Now, what is your major? My major is um, I'm a theater arts major with an entrepreneurship minor. Nice. I was originally pre med. I was on the pre med track, but um, you know, I had a different calling came to me. <laughs> hey, you know what? You, nobody knows what they want to be when they grow up. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. So. You have a podcast, and I was mm-hmm. so grateful and honored to be a guest on one of your podcast episodes, Campus Cuts. And you have a multimedia company. You are this young entrepreneur. So how did you, you know, what drives you? Because you're so mm-hmm. young to, to have all of these things going at once. It's incredible. I thank you. I received that, and I do appreciate that. And honestly, I just want to say thank you again, Sandy, for being on that episode. And also to share this candidly. Um, so many people that my listeners, the people that listen to the podcast and um, just like, you know, people that were close to me were very impacted by your story and by your, your authenticity. So again, oh. the podcast so wouldn't be what it is without the people that I have a chance to interview. Right. So thank you. Oh, thank you for <laughs> sharing that. That means so much to me. Wow. Of course. Of course. Of course. Yeah. 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 Um, what drives me? Man. A lot of things drives me, but to be honest, like, I think the number one driver for me is to not live life without regrets. So it first started with, um, you know, the podcast actually came about two years ago, 20, 2019. I used to be heavily involved in student campus. I was a student leader, um, all that stuff. So I was part of student government. And we had to go on and I was elected and, and selected to be the chairman or like the diversity inclusion chair for Bailey University, and my job was to go out and hear different perspectives of clubs, organizations, the faculty and their staff, just to be able to get a a temperature check on how people feel represented, what they can do better, their cultural outlook, and how we can continue to cultivate a more engaged and more, you know, 
multicultural campus that, you know, people pride themselves on, that Baylor prides itself off, right? right? So, I mean, I've always had big dreams and big visions of just, you know, just doing good work. And there is this basketball show by LeBron James called The Shop, where he gets a chance to interview different athletes, entertainers, entrepreneurs, and people, and just be able to chop shop. So for me, being an African-American, my family's from Zimbabwe, I'm a first-gen American. I was born in the United States, but being Black in America, the barbershop has always been like a, a solace for people to, for men and for women, the hair salon to just be, talk it up and have a safe space. So I thought about, I saw this and I'm like, you know what? I want to do this, you know, for here. I know this is a way that I can cultivate that. Of course, theaters, like, you know, ties in with entertainment and performance and all that stuff. And I realized there's something powerful about the media, the medium of art and how it intersects and how it's able to touch people. And of course, I view, I feel, I honestly view everything as an art. Prior, I was actually a neuroscience major, but then I dropped that because, um, you know, I didn't want to go to premium route, but I saw how art, technology, and uh, media really combine in order to bring the experience. So from there, it just started with this little podcast idea to just interview my friends and interview people that I know who had, who always wanted to have a voice to say something, but right. they didn't necessarily have the means or the platform. So here I am as a young student leader who gets a chance to rub shoulders with you know, the president, I'm with the campus, university, been in all these leadership classes, student government, fraternities, and all that stuff. So I had a pretty great, um, I was able to build a great reputation, a great personal brand of just being a, a leader. And, and, and not even like in the sense of I wanted to do it, uh, or like, oh, I want to like build this personal brand, build this rapport. I just love talking to people. I love hearing people's stories and being interacting because growing up, I went to a very diverse high school and I just want to continue just to listen because, you know, my parents always instilled with me, like, be a listener, be somebody that's able to advocate for the people who are the voiceless, continue to learn more and beyond your scope and have to have the humility to understand that you just need to shut up and let people feel and let people know and how, how they can be seen. Right. So, so just combining that and along with, you know, if I wasn't going to be a doctor, I know I'm passionate about media and I'm, I'm passionate about like, you know, looking at Oprah, Tyler Perry, <laughs> you know, LeBron James, and just so many great other, Devon Franklin. Devon Franklin is a huge, like, you know, influence of my life because my mom gave him, um, gave me that one of his books and I've always been buying his books and how yeah. his, his purpose is he wants to, his commitment and his, his purpose is to combine you know to inspire and empower people through entertainment right and so that's kind of the same way like my purpose of like how can i continue to inspire educate empower how can i do that through the through the fields of technology entertainment and design and that's why like you know after i started getting traction with this i had a friend who's like bro you should really turn this into a business and i'm like all right cool filed the llc you know did speaking engagements and it was just stuff that i was always like passionate to do like just to do fun stuff and it was it came natural to me nice. um, but it's kind of funny because i wasn't able to talk more i wasn't able to talk until i was four years old because i started talking when i was young but i actually went deaf and mute because i had an ear infection and after that i had to go through therapy and i wasn't able to talk like after i stopped talking at 13 months and until four that's when i was able to start talking again oh my god so i don't take You're this for granted me. I'm not kidding you. And I don't take this gift of being able to speak and empower and hopefully inspire other people lightly. I feel like it's a responsibility for me to utilize my gift for good. Absolutely. Because you've yeah. got an incredible voice. 
<laughs> like <laughs> Thank it's, you. it's just you have a beautiful voice. It's so soothing and calming. <laughs> what when I when I want it to be. When I'm with my friends and my homies, oh man, I go crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's but, awesome. But yes, thank you. But I, I, I realized that it's it's important because um yeah, as we as we mentioned in the precursor of the show, like there's been like, through trials and tribulations and I've misused my gift, you know, being a young kid, being a young man and not under really understanding the power of words and unfortunately used my my gift as a way to continue to discourage people, to to slander their name and to, you know, just to not do good. And you don't think you reap the consequences, but everything does come back. Like, you know, karma, energy, you know, like it, it's real. Yes, and what it you, is. Like, and like when you look at Galatians and you just look at all the religious texts and you see how it is. Like, you know, whatever you reap, you sow. Yep. And I want like ever since there's been a commitment or my life has changed, I'm like, I want to make sure that I'm using my gift of God as a way to continue to sow goodness and, and a reality and have an opportunity to really like, you know, let people know that they're loved and they can believe in themselves because I believe in myself because there was a long time before I did not believe in myself. Right. You know, it's okay though, Tanaka, because everybody's young at some point and, and you're stupid when you're young, right? We yeah. all, we all did stupid things, right? <laughs> but thank goodness that you recognize this at such a young age, right? Because many times people, they don't recognize it. And their life just, just, they stay stagnant was the word that I'm looking for, right? And you made that decision. You made a choice because we all have choices every single day. You made a choice to make the most of it and to inspire, educate, and empower. I wrote that down because that's going to be the title of this interview. Um, <laughs> and, and I love that, right? Uh, that's, that's incredible. So kudos to you. I'm, I'm just, I'm such a mama bear. So I am so proud of you because <laughs> my son's going to be a junior in college. And, uh, you know, I'm just, uh, just, I just want young people, young folks to just see that their world is their oyster and it's all up to you and you can do it. And I love it that you have a voice to share that with so many people. Because I know that, I think I, didn't you send me something, the statistics on your podcast? Can you repeat those for yes. me? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I mean, I just look at it as vanity metrics, but I mean, I mean I'm very grateful. Like I started in 2020. I remember like celebrating like one person, like listening. But as of now, as of 2021, July 1st, I started like in January 15th, actually on my birthday, I've, I've accumulated over... Um, 835,000 downloads. That is huge. That is incredible. Congratulations. 835,000 downloads. Yes, ma'am. That's inc- and, and, and you actually had me on your show. <laughs> so yes, thank yes, you. yes, yes. Of course. No, no, of, of course. I mean, <laughs> thank you. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I'm, I'm grateful. It, it, it's cool. It's really, really cool. Because I mean, of course, you know, one, one person can be like, ah, bruh, I'm the guy. But it's just like, nah, man, people, it's, it's a service because people are actually willing to take the time to, to listen. Right. And also it's a service because it's like also people, I selfishly get a chance to interview some amazing individuals where I, I'm always learning. And it also feels good to be able to have a give and provide people a, a platform to, to chop it up and be human. Because that's yep. my whole ethos. Like, more, like my whole ethos is just really being human and showing that and sharing, just sharing that like, you know, hey, 
you can be successful, you can be this, or you can do that. Like from, from my friends to entrepreneurs to celebrities to influencers to whoever. And it's just like, nah, man, like, you know, one, they're just like you. Two, this is their thoughts and how they feel in society and culture and, and what they're doing. And three, like, you know, they're just your friend and you can be friends with them. And it's, it's never too, it's not out of reach. Right. <laughs> well, yeah, and I always think to myself, everybody puts their pants on one leg at a time, right? <laughs> Heck yeah. We, we all, you know, we're, we're all just human. And uh, yeah, that's great. So tell me about some of the things that you do with your, with your multimedia company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So actually my multimedia company is, um, is a holding group. So like I have a structured, it's a, it's, a, it's a holding group. So I have, of course, the publishing arm where I publish, you know, my books because I, I write poetry. And hopefully one day um, I'm going to publish a memoir, maybe after a couple years, because I know I'm, I'm working on a crazy project on another venture. And I'm going to talk about it after this. Okay. Then after that, I have my clothing line called Iconic Luxury Streetwear Merchandise, um, where you know I wanted people just to wear some clothes like based on the imagery of God and whatnot. And then, of course, I have the, the podcast, which is like the, the audio-visual component of like the entertainment, so where people can be able to listen, engage, and whatnot. And then, of course, what is it? And then my public speaking arm, like, you know, my booking, right? So my public speaking, where I'm, I get booked to speak on the topics of entrepreneurship, technology, media, innovation, believing in yourself, you know, all that, all that cool stuff. And then, of course, lastly, it's my still photos, like, you know, T-Takes photography, where I, do, where I used to do photography and videography. But now I, I, I decided to cut that off because I like that's something more... Uh, like I want to do for fun rather than monetizing it and just, you know, just help people just like take photos and whatnot. Like that's kind of like a passion of mine. Nice. So, yeah. yeah. We have to have our passions. That's for sure. Yeah. 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 So you have icon luxury streetwear. Is that what it's called? Iconic. Yes. Iconic. Mm-hmm. And and is, is there a website for that? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Iconic. This with iconic luxury streetwear.com. <laughs> All right. I will mention this to my son and, uh, he is he is so into streetwear, so that's that's really cool. Yeah, oh, that's dope. Thank you. Yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. Right. So so tell me about some of the people that you've interviewed on your podcast and what you were able to learn from them. Man, oh, bro. <laughs> man, I've oh I've interviewed a lot of people. Wow. Oh, that's hard. That's tough because I really like love the game. I just love listening and and talking and interacting. But um, there were some three significant episodes that have changed that really did a, a number for me. So it was one of the earlier episodes with um, my professor and my mentor, Mr. Wayne Hampton. So Wayne Hampton, he's a lecturer at Baylor University, and he's also an entrepreneur, a serial entrepreneur. He, one of his new ventures now is working with artificial intelligence and drone technology to actually help, you know, with roofing, to be able to help people check their roofs called air. Nice. And That's brilliant. Of, oh, awesome. And, you know, he's 66, actually. So when I interviewed him at the time, he was 65. And I asked him, I asked him something about like his age or whatever, or he said something like this. I'm only 65 years young, not years old. I'm 65 years young and I'm just getting started. Nice. This man has accomplished, like, you know, has traveled the world, 
lived in Asia, lived in Hong Kong, has done amazing, like, you know, contracting work, all of this stuff, um, teaching, and, and, and so many cool stuff. And, you know, he doesn't have an ego. He's so calm. He's just so nice. And the fact that he said, I'm 65 years young and I'm just getting started. And it wasn't even in the sense of his business, but also with just his, you know, he has this great relationship with the Lord. He's a Christian and I'm a Christian as well. And I'm like, like, you know, um, I'm like, oh man, you can be a Christian or you can be a good person and do business. Because I used to think that business was like only bad people, evil people. <laughs> like, you know, because you see on the TV, he's like greedy, like the Monopoly Man or, or Mr. Krabs from SpongeBob. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. And I was like, can I be a good person and do business? Like, I don't have to like cut people off and, and hurt people. Like, can I do that? And the way that he just said it, like really just broke my mind. Because, you know, of course, you know, as this college student, as this is my junior year, trying to figure it out, graduation, like, you know, I, I'm going to graduate next year. I don't know what's going on. And I, you have a lot of the stress and anxiety of people, like, wondering what their future is going to look like. And hearing him say that has changed my whole paradigm of life. It's like, if this man is 65 years old, a year down, and he's just <laughs> getting started, I'm a baby. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, you are. <laughs> but that's okay. Yeah. And again, I'm going to go back to you figured this out and you're just graduating college. Yeah. I mean, you're you're so far ahead of 99.9% of the college kids that are out there, okay? Yeah. Because, you know, you you have it together already. But what I like about you is you're so humble number 1, which never lose that and I don't think Thank you, you will. But number two, like you have a mentor and you've taken advantage of that. And, and that just demonstrates how you want to keep learning. And, and that's one of the most important things to be an entrepreneur, be a successful entrepreneur, is that you always have to keep learning and growing. Right. And, and I'm, I'm just so, again, I'm, I'm being a, a proud mama bear for your mom because I know she is too, but... Uh, <laughs> She, she but, is, but she's worried about me too. I don't know. <laughs> because when you're a mom, you never stop worrying about your babies. It doesn't yeah. matter how, you know, even my mom who's 80 and I'm 55 years young, she still worries about me. And I mean, she never, she'll never stop. And that's right. just, it's just, that's one of the true gifts of being a parent. You right. know, it's a gift and sometimes it's a curse because you, you, know, you stay yeah. awake at night worrying about yeah. your children. But yeah, but I'm just, again, I'm, I'm just very proud of you. You're, oh, thank you. You, you. Just, you have so many amazing things ahead of you. It's just incredible. I, I received that and I'm grateful because I'm just like, man, and uh, just, to, just to be in that position, like I realized and I recognize, like for me, I posted on my Instagram story, like I use that as a way, like, you know, just like short thoughts and, you know, just to put on my thoughts, like how I'm feeling. It's just like, man, I'm grateful because I... I'm living, not existing. And again, like, I don't want to, like, I listen to Jesse Itzler and, you know, like, all these, like, people that have done, like, crazy stuff. My, like, I just, my, I just want, like, to, like, all things, like, yo, when people think Tanaka, I don't want the accolades or all this stuff and whatever, whatever, like, to be, like, the thing, like, all. Oh, it's just, like, only, honestly, the one thing I really just want to do and just want to be is um, to be a great dad to be a great father, be a present father and just continue just to, you know, enjoy my kids and enjoy my wife and enjoy my life like that when that time comes. And then two, just to do dope stuff. 
because um and i think doing dope stuff for me is just really living and just existing exactly and i'm really passionate about that because i i've seen people like i had a friend told me that you can see the life in somebody when you look at their eyes like you can see if somebody's really alive or they're they're just you know there they're just you know Mm-hmm. muddling through their life mm-hmm. right? just getting through each day exactly mm-hmm. yeah and, and and now it's like all right cool the reason or the way i how i got from being able to there is i honestly don't have goals i don't live i used to live a life of a goal like achievement based because i i like as everyone right like you know when you're young like okay you have these goals you have these goals you have these goals you have these dreams or these ideas or or anything like that and I'm, I'm very hypersensitive to like, you know, how people around me or how they move. And, you know, my dad really encouraged me to read a lot, read history. I was a history buff in literature and, and all these things in science. Like, I just love to learn. And so one of the things that I learned is just that people go through, um, especially when it comes to success, is that people have this idea of what success is, like the car, the house, the money and all this stuff. And really, and this goes with happiness, right? is like successes should be defined by your own internal fu- uh, fire. Albert Camus, the great philosopher said that even though in the midst of the winter of where I am, where it's like hard and brandish and I'm bruised, inside of me is an internal fire. And it's honestly like everything that we want and we desire is really inside of us. And it's just a moment of like where we can just shut out the outside world of what these labels and these things. And I feel like goals is coming from a sense of lack. Like you are, you you achieve and you want to achieve something as a goal because you feel like you you need to do it rather than, and I try to do, I went from there to intention, like living life with intentionality and acting like it's like I'm existing, I'm moving with it in a way that is, you know, in purpose and know that it's created for me rather than just saying like, it's something like it's off and I need to go run and chase because this whole world is, up with the rat race and that's terrifying like that really terrifies me i don't want to be in a position where i'm like running after something because i did that back in high school like high school was a huge part of my development because i was at a hyper competitive high school where people were comparing grades and whatnot and you know colleges and where you're going to go and i like i came to a realization very early on i'm like this is not fun or this is not how it should be because there was a time where none of this existed and who we are in our element is just to be, to be present. That's it. Well, you know, I tell my clients that, uh, you know, the money, they think, you know, people think, well, if I had this much money, I'd be happier. If I had this house, I'd be happy or whatever. It's not the money that's bringing you the happiness. Those things cannot make you happy. But what is the feeling that the money is going to bring you? It, it's it's about the feelings underneath mm-hmm. of that, and it has mm-hmm. nothing to do with the actual money. And 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 right, success is not the clothes you wear and the house you live in and the car you drive. Not at all. I, I believe success is is measured by how happy you are and, mm-hmm. and the love that you have for yourself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you're right because if we're not able to love ourselves, how do we expect to love other people? Yep. And people think that you need in order to do this, you need this amount of money, you need to do this in order to fill that void. But it's just like um, Ecclesiastes is my favorite book in the Bible. And mm. Solomon or the king or whoever that is, you know, because it's debated by the scholars, I don't know. 
said that, you know what, everything is meaningless. <laughs> everything is meaningless without God. Like, you know, like, but so with that, enjoy your wine, tend to wear your nice perfume and cologne, whatever, because at the end of the day, we are all going to, we're all going to die. <laughs> and yeah. and so, so, so it's like that reality of like, this life is so temporal, but our spirits are internal. And so in the sense of why worry about all the things that we, we call, this man had everything in the world. And now it's everything in the world during his time. Now, what we have today? Goodness gracious. <laughs> if you're privileged enough to have that right too, right? This is me speaking from a point of privilege. I don't want to, you know, discombobulate that. But I also came to a point where I was not privileged enough, where I did, when my dad and my mom divorced, they had to, I started to sleep in the car and things were tough and everything like that. But in it, I was still so joyful and happy. I mean, just because of my makeup and maybe I'm crazy, but also the sense of like, I know what it is to have a little and I know what it's going to be and what it is to have a lot more. And from that, my internal state will always be the same. Um, you know, of course, you know, there's bumps and bruises here and there. That's what it is. But, you know, we all reach our hedonic level of like baseline of happiness. And if you happen to do that, I don't know, it's the journey of life. And really the, the journey of life is what life is supposed to be about. Yeah, I love it. I love it. I had dinner with some of my beautiful, beautiful girlfriends last night. And I'm so grateful that we can actually do that again. Yeah. And they're, they're all extremely wealthy and God bless them, right? And, and I always just love it when people you know, get to that point in their careers and, you know, and their husbands work very, very hard for it. And I mentioned that, you know, I've reached a point in my life where I only spend money on experiences. Mm-hmm. And they looked at me, they're like, yeah, I'm like, no, I'm like, I'm not going to buy an expensive handbag. I'm going to put that money to an experience or learning or education or, or whatever. And, and I could see some light bulbs going off. And I was like, yes, see, like life, there's just so much more to life. Like, don't blow your money on all this this stuff. <laughs> right, you're so right. You're so right. Yeah. Like, it, it's it's that's so good because I mean that's again that's how I want to live my life. And so, and listening to your podcast, I'm like, ah, oh, bro, yeah. I think that's why also we clicked on the on their episode too. It just resonate because the experiences is like something that you're always going to keep forever and enjoy forever. Like today or yesterday i bought my grandmother a ticket to go back home to zimbabwe she hasn't got it she hasn't gone back in six years right then after that last week i i bought tickets i'm going to greece i'm going to greece next week and then after that also i'm I'm going to egypt but also like i paid with my friends to go with me oh my little my little cousin is going to ut for her graduate school no for her for college and she's like hey you know what i want like i asked asked, what you want for your graduation gift and she said I want the big ticket, but no, you don't have to worry about it. <laughs> Boom. Here, you go into the big ticket, all the games and everything like that, because you can never get that back. Oh. And I want to make sure I'm invested in my family and my friends through experiences. And most of my money just goes to, um, and I'm running young right now, right? but it's like my business, my stocks, whatever, whatever I got going on, my health. And then after that, experiences. Yeah. And also invested in like, like how other people's experiences too, because like, you know, those are things that you can never get back. You can exactly. always replace a phone. You can always replace a microphone or a computer. But you can't replace the idea of just being present and being in the world that is so huge and so, oh, man, amazing. And, and right back to 
you talking about how you love doing your podcast. That's why I do this because we have now been talking for 31 minutes and it has been so just such an amazing experience and I will never forget this. And it's just incredible. Mm -hmm. So thank you again. So Tanaka, this has been so great. What else would you like to share with the audience? Um, Two things. One, to love more, to love life more, to, to appreciate the gift of what it is. The world needs more love and um, love will overcome hate always. Two, I'm the co-founder of a new social network, social media app called Vidaloo, V-I-D-E-L-O-O.com. We're releasing our app in September, but we're getting our beta. The beta will be released next week or two weeks from now, actually, um, July 12th. So if you want to get in early, go online on vidaloo.com slash download and sign up to get on the wait list and you'll be on this app. We're changing the social media. How can we create social media for good? Our whole th- ethos is we're search me social. Imagine if you want to go to a place and you know, you don't know how crowded it is or you know, if it's going to be a long wait or if you want to go, making it easier for you to experience life rather than spending hours on your phone trying to find a place. Boom, get it, live stream, pictures, whatever, and then you're headed on your way. So saving you time to experience life and get off your phone. So, yeah. Nice. I love it. I love it. So thank you so much for this amazing talk today, Tanaka. It was so great. What an honor to speak with you. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Thank you. I am so impressed with Tanaka Tava. He has such a bright future ahead of him, and he is going to take on the world for sure. So watch out for him. And I love that he says that he is living his life with intention. Incredible. Incredible. So I hope you learned something from him that you can apply to your own life. And hopefully he said something that will will touch you or change you in some way. So thank you so much for joining me today. You can learn more about me at sandyscarlotta.com. Please follow me on social media, Instagram and Facebook at Coach Sandy Scarlotta. My book, Happiness Solved, Climbing 100 Steps, can be purchased on Amazon and Barnes & Noble. So as always, I hope that you and your family stay safe and healthy and that your life is filled with peace, joy, happiness, and an abundance of gratitude. Take care, everyone. (laughs) 